Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The latest tips and equipment to improve your game. The latest from the leaderboards and your favorite courses. This is Golf in the Northwest, an action-packed hour about everything golf. Brought to you on the fan by Laurelhurst Market, more than just your family neighborhood steakhouse. Now with award-winning PGA professional Harold Bluestein, here's your host, Jason Swigard. And a fine good morning to everyone. As uh, we're, we're in the transition period, I guess is the best way to put it. What what are we transitioning from well, and, and from to? total lockdown to starting to see more signs of normalcy that includes the golf world too we got plenty of that to get to here uh, over the next hour yeah they're gonna allow foursomes now in uh washington oh there you go yeah and don't have to be members of the same household it's it's remarkable how many relatives or how many people are living in one household when i go to the public golf courses it's uh We've got all kinds of people who you would uh, not imagine yeah. uh, are related to one another and living together, uh, which is scary. Uh, no question. <laughs> so anyway, that's not going to be a problem. So uh, now I don't want to give any misinformation, but that's the email that I was reading last night is that now uh, foursomes yeah. like Oregon uh, are going to be allowed in Washington. Yeah. And I think that it's just everybody's trying to go step by step, not get too far out in front of things and uh, see how it goes and see if people can respect everyone else and you don't have chaos. Yeah, and, that's the issue is that you've got the fringes that are kind of yeah. chaotic. And then we got to the majority of the people understand the situation and yeah. are, are doing quite well with it. Well, the uh, the big uh, dirt bachelor uh, golfing extravaganza is off to fine start. We had a great time at uh, Stone Creek yesterday. The weather cooperating might be a little more damp the rest of the weekend, but uh, yeah, uh, than, is uh, it still going on? You playing uh, so, this weekend? So we played eighteen at Stone Creek yesterday. Right now, today uh, Langdon is on the docket. Except I already had uh, a thing scheduled with uh, some of my friends I haven't seen for a while out at my course at Forest Hills. Oh, boy, you're popular. So, so yeah, so that was already in place, and so we'll right. do that. And then East Moreland finishes things up on Sunday. It's going to rain this weekend. Yeah, it's going to get wet this weekend. Hoping today, earlier tea times, we might be able to uh, avoid the worst of it, but Sunday's going to be wet. Yeah, I've got a tea time Sunday too, and uh, I I might just cancel it. There's a certain amount of wetness that I can't deal with, uh, and there's certain. And when I first moved to Oregon, I was surprised at how many definitions they had for rain. Now, coming from the East Coast, rain is rain. There was rain. Here, you got yes. showers. You've got mist. You've got like twenty different definitions yeah. for what 
water from the sky is precipitation. Ah, uh, yes, precipitation. So anyway, I I was just amazed with it. Now that I've lived here for God forty years, uh, I can appreciate the fact that there is some rain, some precipitation that I will play golf in, and some that I I won't. Yes, that I started. What day did we play? I we started playing. Uh, my wife and I. When you tee off in the rain, I think it was Friday. What was yesterday? Yesterday Friday. was Friday. No, it was Thursday. It was an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> so Wednesday was the day it rained all or no, that was Thursday. Thursday yeah. it rained all day. If you start if you tee off the first hole in the rain, that's not real smart. We did. And it just get it kept getting wetter and wetter. And by the time we got to the ninth hole, my rain pants, which hardly ever have a pair of pants that fits me properly because uh, I have a 12-inch inseam, and you can't buy 12-inch inseam no, no. rain pants. Most are, you know, like 30-inch. Humble brag. Yeah. <laughs> you need 12-inch inseam. So, Good for you. My, I'm walking on my rain pants at, coming in and just absolutely soaking wet. My wife's beautiful hair is somewhere south down to her shoulders. It was it was kind of ugly. She said, "Is this what it's like at Bandon Dunes?" I said, "At twenty mile an hour wind, thirty mile that's, an hour winds. Yeah, yeah, that's when it's bad. Exactly. So, uh, but uh, but yes, the uh, the extravagance goes on. Played a little uh, Stableford scoring system yesterday. Now you do have audio from this experience. Uh, no, correct? There, there was no no nobody okay. was keeping any audio. All right, no. I actually do have audio from it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And we will be playing that in our final 15 minutes of our final yeah, show. That's, that's All right now. <laughs> yeah. That's not uh not Oh, those are so good. <laughs> that's Guy Fanny, by the way. There wasn't a lot of that going on. <laughs> uh, it was it was it was fun though. We at Stone Creek, uh, glad they're back open. Uh, course is in great shape. It was a little damp from Thursday, but other than that, uh, yeah. greens are in great shape. So plenty challenging. Well, I played Camas Meadows yesterday. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I went out with my grandson. He's 12. And um, he won the front nine. I Camas Meadows, I love that golf course, but you can lose some golf balls mm-hmm. there. And uh, I think I lost four balls in the first four holes. And so he he won the front nine. He's twelve years old. We're teeing off on the same tees. <laughs> he hasn't. He's a great ball player, but he didn't play a lot of golf. I was just terrible. He's two up on the front. I'm teaching him how to bat. There you go. Yeah, uh, he's going to need that. That's coming to Washington soon. Exactly. It's been approved. They and just I think every twelve year old should know Admiral how to got to know how to play, how to out play there some on the bat. Golf? Yeah. So we get. He wins the front. I win the back. I'm up on the eighteen. I had explained on the eighth hole what a press is. And so he understood that. We get up on the 18th uh, tee. I tee my ball up. I'm ready to hit it. And I hear this voice from behind me. I press. Wait a minute. You're 12. (laughs) You should not know that once I got my ball, that's gamesmanship. I press. He misses a six-foot putt for birdie on 18. Uh, I just missed my uh, 12-footer for double. <laughs> he, he wins. He says, I press, and I I hook one into the trees, and then I couldn't get out of the trees. It was just ugly. Anyway, uh, we washed. Um, there you go. Yeah, it was dollar, 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 and I didn't press a dollar, so... Uh, he didn't come away with anything, and I didn't lose anything. So, but it was great fun. I, I that is the way to play golf is to to get together with a friend or a kid. A that's oh, that, yeah. That's why I introduced my kids to golf so we can have those kinds of experiences. Although I'd prefer to win. Oh, we all would. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see if I can uh, come out with a little scratch on Sunday. Oh, what are you guys playing for? Well, there's a big, well, for everybody, they are playing low net net for the whole weekend. So what's your handicap? I went in at 18. Okay, shot a hole. Yeah. Okay. It's not a like a, a shot. 
It's not uh, like no. a Jack Although, Daniels a hole. That's what you should be doing. By the end of it, it kind of looked like it. So. <laughs> Anyway, I mean, the quality of play. Quality of play was, uh, yeah, <laughs> diminished. Getting, getting away from me there on the back nine. Can you get a GUI? No. No? No. Like, what if you got pretty oh, yeah, sloshed you... and got yourself in a golf cart and oh. then crashed? Oh, no, no. You well, can. You can be asked to leave the course. Uh, not, no, but you can. You you can be arrested for things like that. If, if, they, if they call the authorities, they can come out and arrest you right then and there. I'm, I've got people on, uh, on speed dial here that could be handling dirt's tournament today and tomorrow. <laughs> Suck uh, moisture if, out of the green. That's right. <laughs> that's what they need to they do. Did. So, uh, so yeah, so carry on gentlemen, uh, have fun at Langdon today. Hopefully, uh, there'll be plenty of action out there, uh, all over the courses, even though it'll be a little damp, but I don't think, uh, anybody's too upset about that just the opportunity to play and also this weekend we'll talk a little bit more later uh we will see professional golfers uh with some live action going on uh this week it's the uh the tailor-made uh, driving for charity deal uh you've got or driving relief it's a skins match so you've got uh, wolf and fowler taking on rory and dj we'll talk a little bit more about that we'll hear from uh, rory had some comments about uh uh, getting back after it, we've got Phil and Tiger and Brady and Manning coming up next weekend, and then in, they're going to play with deflated balls. I don't know. We'll we'll ask. Okay. I'm sure there'll be a wisecrack about that. Oh, I'm yeah. Manning Manning's going to be the star of this. There's no question. He's he's really sharp. He's got a. Yeah. It, it's very witty. So he will be the star of this, and then it's just a matter of uh, how much they'll let go on the actual broadcast versus how much they feel the need to edit. Hopefully not. And Peyton understands how to dig without getting uh, too blue and it should be great. Well, they do. These guys have filters. They they know what they can do and what they can't do. So I, I think it'll be great fun. Uh, there are certain kinds of jokes like that that are appropriate or at least aren't mean spirited. Uh, that's what they, you got to avoid. But I think these four know how to needle without getting yeah. too personal. So, so how many nationwide jokes do you think will get thrown out? There has uh, to be a lot. Depends on if there's another insurance sponsor or not on the thing. Really? I would you imagine. You think if there's another insurance sponsor, they'll be like, hey, don't make wisecracks. I, I think so. Oh, they may say that, but I doubt that's going to happen. They you got to open this up. Otherwise, yeah. what's the point of doing it if well, you can't? Business is still business. Yeah, but this is a charity event. True. This benefits people who deserve to be benefited. Yes. So it, it's, yeah. not a, it's not an insurance ad. Well, I think you should get that little, that little lizard from Geico on there. <laughs> Put a club in his hand and let him go around playing. <laughs> you could get him up in the box and yeah. he could be one of the color guys. Yeah. There you go. Or one of the raccoons. for the, Here, taste this. So you're basically just turning this into a Geico commercial where you could have all the revolving characters there, right? You could uh, have Sasquatch. Yep. The caveman. Right. Pig, you know the little pig? Yeah. That yeah. Come, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we 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 all the way home. Yeah, okay. put clubs in their hands and let's hmm. uh, let's just do this uh, a revolving we'll uh, commercial for Geico. All so right, super serious, of course. Yeah, is this a golf show? Yes, I it don't is. Know. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that came out this past week was a more detailed uh, plan from the PGA Tour on how they are going to uh, bring play back and test players and all the protocols that they're going to put in place initially when they start up June 11th at colonial. We'll discuss a little bit about that. Uh, we'll hear from Seth Waugh of the PGA, uh, talking about their plan and how they hope it can be implemented and work as smoothly as possible. We do have a guest today. Michael Napoleon from super speed golf is going to join us in our tip segment. Uh, trying to uh, let you know a little bit about their product and uh, how the training system works to unleash speed. That's all you hear about now. It's not about uh, necessarily, you know, how powerful you are, how big a player is. Justin Thomas can generate just as much speed right. as Brooks Kepka and hit it within a couple of yards of him. How does a guy that's 
185 pounds do it versus guys that look like Dustin Johnson and and Brooks Kepka. So Michael mm-hmm. Napoleon will join us and explain their mm-hmm. training system to get the most club head speed out of your swing. Yeah, this is a great product. Uh, it's been out on the market for, I think, maybe uh, a year or two. Uh, I have one. I just started using it. Uh, my trainer, uh, Blaine Seitz, had to get he had to activate my glutes yeah. first before I could use the 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 uh, super speed. And now that I've totally activated in the posterior, I am qualified to swing the super speed. So we'll talk to Michael about activating your glutes. Not necessarily that. How my oh. glutes are going to help and how wh- the importance of speed in the golf swing. We will do that. That'll be coming up at eight thirty. Uh, so that's what we've got uh, on docket for today. Let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll get into the PGA Tours uh, protocols that they hope will keep everybody safe and allow golf to return at least initially on TV for competition here in about a month. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 817 here this morning. Michael Napoleon of Super Speed Golf going to join us in our tips segment coming up at the bottom of the hour. But uh, the big news, at least on tour, came out uh, that the testing and protocol procedure uh, has been detailed and put in place for uh, PGA Tour events, and that will trickle on down through the Corn Ferry Tour and the other tours uh, as they start to come online. But basically, uh, they're trying to create uh, at their tournament sites as a tight a bubble once they get players and caddies and uh, tournament officials there uh, they'll be all hold basically up at the same hotels. They'll they'll commandeer a hotel or two, however many rooms that they need. Uh, before the players and caddies leave, they've got to uh, go through a screen and a test and uh, a questionnaire and those sorts of things before they leave. Then when they get there, they'll they'll be a testing uh, screening site set up at the hotel. They'll go through another series of things. They'll be checking temperatures, those sorts of things uh, for anybody so that once the the shuttles or however they're getting them from the hotel to the golf course, once they show up at the golf course, basically, they've already been screened and tested so that they can, everybody there is just there for the tournament and all of that stuff has been done ahead of time. It, in theory, sounds fine. Um, of course, no fans for the first several events. Just No, no family. No family at all. It's just the players and the caddies, uh, mm-hmm. tournament officials, and whatever, and golf course. Obviously, people that are maintaining the golf course, the superintendents and groundskeepers, um, will be, you know, they will be being screened. I'm assuming. Well, as well, we you think in terms. Well, if we eliminate the fans, there are not many people there. Actually, there's quite a few. There's 1,100. Yeah, and of the 1,100. Only 400 will be tested, okay? So I'm going to be a little bit on the negative side here. But not necessarily, because I want to see things go. Yeah. But, but uh, or at least I'm going to bring up some of their challenges. When you're only... Oh, no question. That's not a foolproof system. Right. Well, and, it, it, and I think they're going to learn as they go that there's some issues they have to face. Um Personally, I think the questionnaire is silly, and I, I know this is going out. There, there are people doing it. We're asking people to fill out a questionnaire when they have trouble being honest on their income tax return. So, I mean, I, I, they better take this seriously. Uh, but I think the questionnaire is, it, is in a way ludicrous. There's nothing like a the other two things they'll do, the thermal reading and uh, the nasal swabs or saliva tests. But those are important. When you're dealing with 400 of 1,100, now you've got a problem uh, where it's, it's not overall. They're not covering everybody. But what is p- good about this is they will have some contact tracing. And that's what's important. That's what we lack. That's what yeah. Korea has in, uh, installed in their in the, the the ladies' tour in Korea. They they no fans, but they understand contract uh, contact tracing. This is a new concept for a lot of people in the United States. 
and they think that it's an imposition on their on their rights to know where they've been and what they've been doing. But I can tell you, if you're going to stop a pandemic, it's it's one of the only ways to understand where it starts and where it goes uh, over any period of time. So there, that will be the positive. The other is that they are, uh, if a player or a caddy is tested positive, they will, they're out. Yep. They're out of the tournament. They are, but they, if they, if the player makes the cut, he's going to get last place money. So, which is really kind of a positive. They're also going to support the players through, through the quarantine and the caddies. They're not just going to say you're out. See you later. You know, we no, don't they just they need to isolate them. Right. Uh, the big thing the tour is doing is they are also chartering flights just for them. So to limit as they move from right. Fort Worth to Harbortown to Cromwell, Connecticut, back to Texas and wherever else they're going. It, it, they're once they get everybody inside or as many of them inside the bubble as possible. They want to keep that bubble as tight as as they can so that they're only basically in contact with that traveling group. The tricky part will just be then the course operators, you know, whoever has to come to the courses themselves uh, to put the tournaments on locally and and limiting those things. But you're going to see a lot of people in mass. You're going to see sanitation stations all over the places, uh, in, in and out of those clubhouses, those sorts of things. And I'm sure that the learning curve will be steep. Uh, Seth Wall, we mentioned, uh, he talked about when this came out, uh, just kind of how they hope to phase it in. From the beginning, we really started by thinking, okay, if we were the CDC, how would we want golf to be you know, played? Um, and how can it be part of the solution as opposed to part of the problem? And we actually went so far as to uh, go to the CDC, um, who have been credibly receptive, responsive, and as a result, you know, we've come up with a group of um, sort of guidelines for in a phased-in approach, phase one, phase two, phase three. That'll be minimalist golf at first, um, adding services o- over time till the point where you get to, you know, three, which may never look like it used to in some ways, um, and that's okay. We're all going to learn to live with things that are different. This is going to clearly change us in some form forever. Well, I give them a lot of credit. I mean, everyone involved with the PGA Tour, the PGA of America has working their butts off to get this thing right uh, and doing the best. I don't mean to sound too critical uh, because I know how big a project this must be and how much pressure it puts on them personally. Uh, uh, and I wish them luck in it. As far as the PGA of America is concerned, they have two events they have to be concerned with. The first one is the PGA Championship, which will be the first the first one first major August of the year in Harding Park. And we've already heard from California; uh, they yeah. are as they are taking the slowest approach to reopening things, maybe of all the states. They are, and they're not real excited about having the PGA Championship there. They, they'd like to think they are, but uh, they are very uh, careful and very cautious at this point. Uh, there are other sites that have, uh, have opened themselves up and invited the PGA Championship to be there. Uh, the PGA of America would prefer to keep it at Harding Park. But I don't. You're not going to see fans. There won't be fans. That's yep. that. I, I think everybody understands that. And you heard from Seth Wall, the CEO of the PGA of America, uh, and I think it's starting to sink in just a hair to the sports world that the giant crowds for whatever sporting event that we're used to seeing may just be a thing of the past completely. Yeah, yeah I think I think it will. I, me personally, I wouldn't feel comfortable with it. I got yeah. some guy sitting next to me, uh, you know, waving his flag, living in his mom's basement, and uh, and he's spitting and, yeah. <laughs> and drinking beer, and I feel comfortable sitting next so to him. It's it, like sitting next to Will here. Why'd you have to throw in the mom's basement jab? I know, I, and I made it personal to you again, and I, <laughs> I apologize for that. The uh, are they going to let you move upstairs sometime soon? Hey, it is a what? It, it is a studio apartment. Okay. Yeah, with walnut paneling on the walls. Right. It has its own and, entrance downstairs and a shag carpet. I actually get my own mail sent to that door. 
So it's my own residence. It, it says what? The address and it's, slash basement? Uh, it's one basement of those. Level. Uh, it's, slash Will's pad. It has a half on it. It's like <laughs> it has 435 a and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you love those? Those are those are great. It's totally um, respectable. Yeah. <laughs> now Rory McIlroy, who's playing uh, on Sunday in the uh, TaylorMade uh, driving uh, for benefit effect, uh, was asked recently on Golf Channel about the prospect, how it may be different playing without galleries and crowds, and he didn't seem too concerned. I don't think it'll dull anything, especially these first few events, because everyone's, I think, is just going to be so excited to get back out there and play. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you know, it's very rare that you know, tour players have nine weeks or ten weeks at, at home, and um, you know, just to to be back out there and, and playing again. Um, I think people are going to be excited for that. The tour players are going to be excited. I think people are going to be excited to watch some live golf on TV. Uh, so I don't, I don't think, I don't think it'll dull it down at all. I mean, yes, look, it's you know the the atmosphere isn't going to be the same as as if there's you know fifty thousand people on the golf course. But um, I don't think it in any way will uh, take away from the the integrity of the competition or the or the quality of the golf. I love his accent. I want that accent. I c- you could almost say anything. Yeah. And it would sound intelligent if you have that accent. That's why so many of our TV people are from Australia because Americans don't sound so good. Anyway, I th- don't sound so well. Or good. <laughs> they're they're not well, so they don't sound good. I I think he's dead on. Yeah. I think people are going to be excited. I like to watch golf on television. Uh, I've been to many tournaments, and there's always someone taller than me standing in front of me. I can't see anything. Uh, I have to set myself on a grassy knoll just so I can see above those people. Uh, but uh, and it, albeit it is fun to watch uh, golf in person, uh, but it, seeing it, seeing the sport come back. And on TV yeah. will give us all a little boost emotionally. Yep, uh, it'll feel like, well, wait a minute, we're we're taking steps here, and and maybe that's a good thing for us to all. Uh, I don't know, get uh, get things running again. Yeah, I don't think it will affect them that much out there oh, on they don't, the course. They won't care. There'll be a lot of guys that probably, frankly, appreciate it. Yep. Uh, the difference will be, I think, in the broadcast itself, how it comes across TV. And that's why I'm interested to see these two charity events coming up the next two weekends to see how they go about it. How about fake, like, audience clapping? Like, like we know. do well, all of well, our yeah, sitcoms Buck, on TV. Buck, well, Joe Buck was talking about piping in crowd noise and stuff for NFL games if they start with no fans. <laughs> that's hilarious. Fox. So it, it'll be interesting. They will, take, those, they will take soccer sound bites and put them in a football because we'll aren't see. they crazier? Uh, yeah, the chanting and the singing and all of that sort yeah, of thing. Constant. We'll see what happens, what the Bundesliga looks like this weekend. <laughs> uh, they're starting back up, so we'll get a sense of it. I think the interesting thing will be just how much those microphones will be able to pick up because there won't be any ambient sound anywhere else. So yeah. uh, I think guys will, will have to watch the the four-letter words for bad shots a little bit more yeah, than normal. Like Dan? Uh, well... Yeah. Or darn, yeah, all of those. There's what? So, there's only seven of them. You got to, that you have yeah. to avoid. Yep. Sorry. And some of those, even three or four of those, are now acceptable on 1080 The Fan. That's true. We yeah. need ESPN. Yes. Yeah. After uh, after the last dance, I mean. Yep. If MJ can say it, why can't Tiger? Oh, there you go. So and we'll why see. can't uh, Jason Swigard? Not, not to nah, sidetrack, but does anybody else think it's kind of weird when Michael Jordan curses? No. Really? No. I grew up as a kid in the 90s, and so I got a very jaded view of him, right? Mm. I got Space Jam and, like, his interviews on NBC. And now that I get the behind the scenes to to see that, like, he was a legit, like, low-key jerk. Like, it's kind of weird. It's like, oh, he's kind of mean. Yeah, it was just the way he he figured he had to program himself to be, and so... So really? we'll see. We'll see the last uh, the last episodes here this weekend. However, I want to make sure we don't get to don't cut any time for Michael Napoleon. He's with Super Speed Golf. He's going to join us uh, as we make the turn here, talking about the uh, speed training system that they've uh, got. 
and how to unleash uh, all the maximum speed in your swing, get the most uh, out of their speed in your swing, distance, those sorts of things. He joins us next here on Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Tips for your game from award-winning PGA instructor Harold Bluestein. It's time to Ask the Pro on Golf in the Northwest. Brought to you on the fan by Laurelhurst Market. 8.34 here. Golf in the Northwest Center in St. follows us. Then we've got uh, classic uh, Ducks football coming up at 11. And uh, some classic World Series action at 5 o'clock from ESPN Radio. That'll be the lineup here today. As uh, it's going to be a little damp out there. Hopefully it won't keep you off the golf course uh, wherever you're headed out to play as we uh, try and hunt down Michael Napoleon from Super Speed Golf. You and the boys must have had some good weather yesterday. Yesterday was great. It was yeah. gorgeous out there. Sun was out, a little steamy. Did you hit any rain at any point? Because I wasn't on the course, but I, you know. No, not yesterday. No, not yesterday. Not during, not, uh, we were there right uh, teeing off right at 1130. Now, it cleared up. Here's one of the things, I don't know if Harold would know this or if you would have some insight on it, but I always wonder about playing conditions when it rains and then it gets hot, like, in a snap. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of what yesterday was. It was like it yeah. rained a little bit, and then all of a sudden the sun came out, and it was just focusing on it. Uh, well, it's it, it's obviously the moisture will evaporate from the courts a little quicker than if it's uh, just uh, cool and cold and cloudy. But, uh, but once that rain's in there, it was a little damp, but that was mostly from the day before. Well, tell me about your golf, though. How... Uh, putting better. <laughs> Uh, was all over the place off the tee now. Yeah. I, I got it just kind of going left and right, depending, overcompensating. That's nice, though, because you used to only hit it to the right. Now now you're meeting people on the I'm left side. Meeting people of the, on the left. Yeah. That's and, good. Uh, so, so, yeah, we're making progress, still getting used to, uh, you know, getting getting the arms out in front a little bit faster. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Without as much body weight, and we have found him now. Michael Napoleon was <laughs> he's hiding somewhere golf. in the he mountains. Was, he's hiding out in the mountains there. But uh, SuperspeedGolf.com is the website. Their training uh, tool and and program is being used on tour by the likes of Phil Mickelson, Billy Horschel, Martin Keimer, Ian Poulter, Lydia Ko, among others. And uh, Michael, kind enough to join us this morning. Good morning. And, uh, Michael, let everybody know just a little bit about uh, the the whole training program. There's products and training programs. How did uh, Super Speed Golf come into evolution? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for having me on, guys. Um, yeah, we, uh, we started out actually um, running a kind of high-end golf performance academy in Chicago. And from there, you know, obviously everybody that came through our door, one of the big things that everybody was asking about is how do I hit the ball farther? And we started to just do a lot of research on that end to try to find everything we could to try to help our clients, you know, improve swing speed and hit the ball further out on the golf course. Um, Super speed was just one type of training that we saw that really just had a very broad effect, positive for everybody. And, yeah, I mean, the traction that we've ended up getting out on tour and with amateur golfers all all over the world has been a really exciting process for us over the last couple of years. So you define speed in what way relative to the golf swing? Um, I mean, we're, our system specifically works on improving somebody's uh, club head speed. Okay. Um, that's the main thing. Obviously, there are other factors, and there's other variables that go into how far somebody actually is going to, you know, effectively hit a golf ball. But club speed is probably the number one factor because without it, you have no potential to hit the ball very far. Um, so that is our goal. And you know, we've tried to separate ourselves from other training aid companies um, in a lot of different ways. But the big one is what you mentioned is that, you know, when you get our training system, it's not just, you know, you're buying a product that has maybe one or two little simple uses for. I mean, we have like two years worth of training protocols that uh, are included with the system that allow you to walk through that training and help improve your, your swing speed and keep improving those uh, speed numbers over time. Uh, I've been working with a uh, uh, TPI uh, certified professional uh, friend of mine. 
he wanted to get my body in better shape, a little bit better shape, and now he's got me swinging. I'm I'm level one. I'm like a, a, a newbie here with uh, super speed. What should I expect as I move through the the protocols? Yeah. So, well, first of all, I think it's fantastic that you're working on your body and the swing and and going through that with a, uh, a TPI professional. I mean, I think they're some of the best in the world. So, you know, that's obviously a great thing that's going to support your speed gains as well. Um, on average, with just using the super speed system with nothing else, so these are going to be, you know, generally the studies we've done have been players that aren't doing additional programming on top of the super speed. We see an average of about a 5% gain uh, in swing speed over the first, you know, six to eight weeks worth of training. And you'll usually see a jump, that jump in speed, pretty much right away when you start um start the training like even after the first session and then you know becomes permanent in about six to eight weeks have you seen a, a jump in speed yet i uh, no, i've seen some me jumping off the ground trying to get it moving faster uh but uh i and i guess i'll go right into my next question is that uh i used to have swing speed as a golf professional but i'm small uh my swing speed was right around 100 miles an hour I, I could get it up to 103. Now, as I've aged, I've noticed it drops down to about 85 to 90, and that's that's about as high as I can get it right now. Is at about 90 miles an hour, um, and so I'm I'm wondering, is that something I can have to live with, or can I regain some of my clubhead speed through the uh, through the program? No, like I said, I mean, that's you're probably one of the best candidates that you would have for this type of training because when you've been able to swing that fast before, um, you know, it's actually much easier to get it back because really the, the training works with something we call overspeed training. So the idea is that we're not really changing your swing mechanics. We're not making you physically stronger. We're accessing speed that your body's already capable of producing, mm -hmm. and your brain, for one reason or another, has just stopped letting your body move at that speed. And that can happen due to injury, pain. I mean, there's all kinds of different things that can cause your brain to put limiters on how fast your body can move. But what we find with the, the training is that you know, number one, if you do the training aggressively and really try to push, you know, as hard as you can to get those numbers that, you know, you're going to find those different fields that do make the uh, the speed of your, your swing during the training and with a driver go up a few miles an hour. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's a really cool way to kind of start to remember the things that make your swing go faster and start to focus on those in the swing. Um, and also just lift those. It's like taking the governor off the engine, if you will, for uh, um, your golf swing. Michael Napoleon, our guest with Superspeed Golf, uh, superspeedgolf.com. Now, in, in looking at the at the website and those sorts of things, I mean, Harold's a, you know, he's a PGA teaching professional. He obviously uh, yep. can absorb the program, but for somebody that's uh, just kind of an avid amateur, wants to get better, is this a, a turnkey sort of thing that they can do? It's designed for them to do completely on their own with the website and the products, or is it better working with uh, their their golf pro or a teaching professional? I'm going to say the answer to that question is just a broad yes. Um, you know, we built the system with online instruction so that, you know, it's very easy for somebody who doesn't have a coach or doesn't have a fitness trainer to be able to pick it up and get really good results out of just using that system. Obviously, it's going to be better if you're also coupling that with good types of, like, uh, skill development work and other things that you can work on with a golf coach. It's even better yet if you're working on it, all three of that. You're working on the speed training side, the fitness side, and the underlying stuff there, and all the skill development side with a coach. So we kind of set it up in that sort of good, better, best approach. I, I know that there's levels up to one through five. It's going to take some patience. We don't live in a very patient society. Uh, I'm disciplined because after 40 years of being a professional, I understand there's a process and in, in improvement. Uh, in your program, you have videos along the way, and I find that those are really going to be helpful to keep the amateur player on track, and I appreciate that as far as your your program. So now with the levels, 
Are, is there, and I haven't read anything uh, past the first one because I want to be very good and be a good little boy and do this one step at a time. But uh, what should I anticipate going forward as far as not necessarily my improvement, but the amount of effort involved? Yeah, so I mean, well, I, I guess two two questions there in one. Um, mm-hmm. I'll answer this first. First of all, I mean, the protocols don't take that long to go through. Like right. The protocols are only about five to eight minutes long, mm-hmm. and optimal results we recommend three days a week with a day off in between. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is less than a half hour of time investment for the player over the course of an entire week. So um, that part of it, I think, is another one that, that's lended itself to having a lot of people, you know, working with this system because you're getting a lot out of the time that you're spending. Now, the other side of that is as you progress through the protocols, what we're finding that um, becomes very effective during, during the course is it's really a progression of the different types of drills that we use in the protocols that all of those drills help maximize a player's gains through using the ground better, through uh, sequencing better, through creating better lag and downswing loading in the swing. All of those different areas progress in the different drill programs, d- drill protocols that we do during those. Um, you know, we wouldn't want people, regardless of physical activity or skill, to start right at, like, the top levels because mm-hmm. it's going to be – this type of training is something new and different that most people have never, ever done so it takes a little bit of time to acclimate, you know, that player physically to doing this training so that they can still be maintaining maximum intensity through every swing during the program. Uh, one quick question here. I know our time's running out, but in your studies, have you, is there an equation for at least a decent, assuming a golfer can make solid contact, you know, routinely miles per hour, how an increase of five, 10, 15 miles per hour generates how much more distance? Yeah, every mile an hour equals approximately about 2.25 yards. Okay. So if you're looking at five, you're looking at about 13 to 15 yards more off the tee. So about 13 to 15 yards gain off the tee. Um, you know, another important, I think, piece to the overall equation is what we do find is that if players have a high amount of skill, before they start the training, so they're a highly skilled player before they start, they tend to still be able to be a very highly skilled player after with just more speed. You know, if it's a player that is a, you know, more of a beginner or a lower skilled player, you know, they're still going to have some of the skill deficiencies when they're done with the training. So, again, always coupling that up together is the best way to uh, maximize the overall speed gains and distance gains that you're going to get out on the golf course. The website is superspeedgolf.com. Michael Napoleon, thank you so much for taking a few minutes. Uh, interesting stuff. We're, we're interested to see how Harold uh, enjoys it uh, as he uh, continues to go through the levels. Yeah, absolutely. And Harold, just get after it. Make sure you're staying maximum intensity on every one of those reps. And I look forward to hearing some really big games coming from you soon. Yeah, we'll have you back on again, and I can hopefully give you a good report. I want to be able to outdrive my 12-year-old grandson. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So yeah, looking, looking forward to that. He's getting stronger and I'm getting weaker. Uh, I just want to stay up with him or out drive him every now and then. But we will stay in touch and let you know uh, how I'm progressing. Okay, great. Well, if there's anything else we can do to help, let me know. And I uh, appreciate you guys having me on this morning. You bet. Thank you, Michael Napoleon, superspeedgolf.com. Uh, all of the information on the pra- the protocols, the products as well can be found there. We'll take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll talk a little bit more business of uh, golf. Vijay Singh playing in the Corn Ferry Tour is still a big deal. It's a month off, and uh, that one didn't get swept under the rug. Uh, we talked about Brady Schnell uh, kind of going off the deep end with his comments, but there's still a lot of discussion. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that. And then the uh, the TaylorMade event this uh, Sunday, our first look at uh, live golf on TV here in quite some time as we wrap things up. Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Which new driver is best for your game? Who makes the best golf gear? Where should you take your next golf vacation? Which local course should you get to know better? This is the business of golf. Every week on Golf in the Northwest on 1080, The Fan. 849 here this morning. Yes, there'll be live golf. It's the TaylorMade Driving Relief event Sunday, 11 a.m. I think it starts on the Golf Channel. It might finish on NBC 
uh, yep. or, or a replay of it. It is uh, Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnson as a team against Ricky Fowler and Matthew Wolf. It's a uh, they're playing some sort of modified skins game. I'm more excited about that than I am the uh, Tiger Woods Phil Mickelson deal. Yeah. You and I talked last week about that off air about what would we be more excited about seeing a couple of guys who can't play or four guys who really can play. And uh, I, th- I'm excited to watch this. Uh, it could be fun. There won't be the same sort of uh, trash talk here. There'll be a little bit, um, th- but it'll be more in fun and, and, but really trying to, trying to go for it, make a lot yeah. of birdies. Well, and-, and this is at Seminole uh, Golf Club, which is uh, uh, one of the most exclusive yeah. premier golf clubs uh, that you don't see on the PGA Tour. Well, it used a- to a long time ago, but now, yeah, it, yeah it, so it's back. It's it's an opportunity to see a course uh, that a lot of pros get to play living down in Florida, but that uh, the public hasn't seen, and it's got quite a history. And so that's also an exciting piece to this one. As well, and and we'll get a sense of. Oh, did you know they're carrying their own clubs? No caddies. No caddies in this event. Uh, that'll be good. Yeah. Oh, they'll I just, like that. They'll have the carry bags like you see at uh, the NCAA level with the little stands, and there'll be the light bags. They're not hauling those fifty-pound suitcases. So. Oh, I that would be cool though. Well, the so I mean bigger than Ricky. Ricky's not bigger. He's barely bigger than his tour bag. So why expect your caddy to carry all of your belongings? He's barely bigger than his hat. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Which uh, so is he going to give a carry bag to his caddy when he caddy comes back? No, yeah. he's going to load up an eighty-pound bag and say good luck to you. Well, I mean they are getting paid I'm, i know i understand i'm just kind of so, throwing it out there. uh you can bet on this by the way uh oregon lottery scoreboard uh the fowler uh, wolf uh duo is the underdog at plus 155 rory and dustin the uh, big favorites minus 185 plus there's about 38 other prop bets if you're interested in uh do you, can you explain the though education. what the 185 the minus and the one uh, means you have to bet 185 dollars to win a hundred dollars that's okay. the favorite and uh, the underdog at plus 155, if you bet 100, you will win an extra 155 on top of it. Oh, all right. Yeah, so the odds obviously better on the underdog than the favorite. I will probably be asking you this question more than once That's because I, I'm a we'll newbie. We'll continue the, uh, the education of your young grandson here at betting on golf. <laughs> yeah, I press. Great, what? yeah. <laughs> so uh, you can bet on individual holes. I think it's, uh, what do we got here? What could be interesting? Will there be a hole-in-one uh, plus 5,000? So if you bet 100, you yeah. would win 5,000 on that 100. Yeah, I, that's not a good bet. Mm, well, that's why the odds are so low. Right, yeah. And then you can bet on if any one individual. Bet on eagles. And I don't have an eagles bet. Really? There's no eagle bet? Mm, nope, not here. So it's mostly on, then there's specific prop bets on specific holes, what guys will do, hitting greens in regulation. Those sorts of things. Well, and is there a bet on how far down over his ears Ricky's hat will fall? It'll be it'll be just inch, below his ears. No, a full inch? No, not there. Stuff oh. they can measure. All right. So, yeah. But you're excited. I'm more excited about this. I'm DVRing this so I can watch it when I get back from, from playing on Sunday. Yeah, awesome. I, I think I will, too. And then, of course, uh, the story that uh, got legs that's not going away, Vijay Singh, who said he's going to play in the first Corn Ferry Tour event at TPC Sawgrass when they re-up June 11th because he wasn't eligible for Colonial. The bylaws say anybody that's got PGA Tour status that's not eligible for event, if there's a concurrent Corn Ferry Tour event, they're automatically in the field. It's drawn a lot of ire from the rank and file who says he doesn't need the money. He's taken a spot. He's taken points. Uh Brady Schnell came out, and it was rather inflammatory. Well, uh, I don't re- think complete re- turd and yeah. true piece of trash yeah. is that inflammatory. I th- but he did yeah. apologize. He apologized. He could have said much worse. He apologized for the choice of words. He stands by his... Well, what would he substitute? So, another word for turd? No. Poop. Something. I think he just would have... <laughs> Backed up. But Craig Perks, who uh, is the analyst uh, in the 18T for much of the Corn Ferry 2 coverage on Golf Channel, uh, he weighed in uh, on the Golf uh, on Golf Channel earlier this week, and, and he kind of has his back that uh, maybe VJ needs to sit this one out. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. 
look, these are unprecedented times. These guys have not played or the tour has not played in four months. This is going to be the first event back. It's a brand new event. They're adding events to the schedule so these Corn Ferry guys can get some starts. I've rejiggered the entire schedule. They're playing all the way through November. And I think I talked to Jim Duncan, who's the vice president of rules and competitions yesterday. Billy, they are expanding fields. They are lowering the number of Monday qualifying spots all in order to give these corn free tour guys access. And I think if you go through the years, look, go back to last year, the margins are so razor thin. You think of Justin Harding, 125 thousandths of a point he missed out on. So it's one start that potentially could give one of these young guys a start. Vijay Singh, you talked about, well, a member of the World Golf Hall of Fame. He's 625 events. Some of these guys have never played on the PGA Tour. Billy, I say that VJ can play if it's any other year, any other time. He can play. We want him on this tour because we want that additional exposure. Just, just not this particular week. Oh, I agree with that. And and VJ playing is a complete turd because he. But I, let's look at this. Uh, if there's a lot of players are going to beat. VJ, and he doesn't need the thirty five hundred dollars to come in thirtieth yeah. place. But the other, the guy who's been packing groceries, you know, at a Kroger's for the last uh, three months, does. And so I think it's a bit selfish on VJ's part. It's not the first time VJ's been tone deaf. Uh, he's just. I don't, I don't know what he gets out of it. He's just doing it because it's in his backyard and he wants to get some competition for when he wants to really go play. Just, I don't think now's the time. Hopefully somebody can talk him out of it. I doubt it will happen, but. Let's change the, no, VJ's probably going to gonna play. The change the rule. They need to, anybody that's el- eligible, I think at the champions level, doesn't need to be playing on the Corn Ferry Tour. No, it's a way that these uh, 48-year-olds are loitering around waiting to play on the Champions Tour is is one of the problems. But Vijay's already on the Champions Tour. Yeah. He does not need to play. Nope, nope. But we'll see if that happens in a month or so. Uh, thanks to Michael Napoleon from Super Speed Golf for joining us. Uh, uh, Center and Saint is up next. Thanks to Will, as always, uh, for producing the show for Harold. I'm Jason. Hit him straight. So I'm sure they had her out beating balls until the, the, the yeah. cows came home. Squishy. I want to be whipped. Everything was fine. I could breathe. I just couldn't swallow. Everything's starting to just come left. Now, how would I adjust? Well, I've got to choke down on my club a little bit. I'm a super senior. If you've got a young golfer in the family. Jason, you're up. Uh... <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.